0: Hello and welcome to another podcast vodcast by me, and the Macam. Today I'm joined with by Jacob Aviard. Uh, we're doing this is called either Friday Night Football, if you're on YouTube or if you're looking for us on any podcasting streaming services, it's the Macam Football Show. I might leave a poll on my community tab on YouTube to see which name you prefer and we'll go with that one going forward. <laughs> But um yeah, this is episode three if you're listening on the podcast and obviously um the second Friday night football if you're watching on YouTube. If you want to get involved, all you need to do
1: is use the chat feature.
0: Um so hi Jacob, how are we doing? Hi.
1: Good evening, I'm doing good, thanks. How about yourself?
0: Doing really really good. Um mm. just just settled myself into the week. Um obviously we are both very keen Sunland fans here, and um, yeah. winning in the midweek has bumped up our week a little bit mentally, at least at the very least with um, with a nice, comfortable at the end of the day, a comfortable second half win against now bottom of the t- bottom of the uh, league, Huddersfield. What are, what's your initial thoughts? A uh,
1: couple of couple of thoughts around the the game that um, unfolded on Wednesday night. Um, it was a nice win. It was good to get back to winning ways. Um, first half, we were good, but I don't think I think we were good both halves. But I think better in the second half. And I think Oudersfield Ald- did have some chances, but not too frightening for us. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: we we had a I think we had an opportunity at one point where our player was sort of at the side and he kicked it, and it just went wide past the goal. And yeah. Yeah, and the weather wasn't good either. It was like I'm surprised the game didn't get called off in a way. But yeah, the, the
0: the weather in the first half was a massive contributing factor yeah. to how that unfolded. We did look like you said the the better team, but Huddersfield weren't without chances. Um, I think mm. in the entire game, I can remember Patson making two saves, and they were straight at him. And slowed down by the the weather, the pitch being that mm. wet, the ball was slowed down and made it a nice. Comfortable, easy saves for him. Um, Tiger, hello, welcome along on the YouTube chat. Welcome,
1: welcome, Tiger.
0: Hope you had a lovely day. Um, so yeah, uh, for for me, like like you said, it was a tale of two halves. We we started the game with Jacku as our main upfront striker. For me, that was a very odd decision from uh, Tony Mowbray. If it it just doesn't seem like what made them put jaku who is traditionally a cdm up front as the named striker it it was clearly a tactic and and it wasn't working all that well he had one shot and it was scuffed across the face of the goal and went out for a goal kick it was it went literally straight across the entire goal and about 6 yards to the right of the um, of the post so uh, I don't think we should be we should be continuing with putting midfielders up front to start the game. We do have Sims back in our in our squad. He put he made the change at half time to put Sims on, and that was, I think, the biggest comfortable break for our team. Having that named Striker on the pitch did us a world of wonders and it allows people to not stress about who they've got to aim at. They know who they've got to aim at. If they're used to seeing somebody in the middle of the park play up front, that does kind of throw off that that gel, that, that, that team. Yeah. If you're not expecting a, a midfielder to be up front, you're not going to aim for that person. You're going to aim for the area. Now that you've got Sims up front, you're aiming for him yeah. and the people around are trying to um, gather stuff up rather than be the focal point. It's just putting people into that natural position. Um, correct me if I'm waffling or t- uh, chatting, chatting crap by any means, <laughs> Jacob. Um, yeah. But d- do you think that making putting Sims on at half-time was the right move at that time? Yeah,
1: definitely. I don't think Dejaco was having the best of his games, and I think it was time to see what Sims could do. And I think he did really well. in it, I felt, I feel like that this is the Sims from Bristol City and not Sims from some of the other games because he. He didn't seem to be as good in the other games as like Bristol City, but I think now he might have been at... some Mowbray might have given him a bit of a kick up the backside to say, look, do what you did against Bristol City and yeah. no, not being laid back or open. But overall, I, I like Sims, though, to be fair. I do like Sims as a player.
0: Yeah, um, before he went on his injury, I think myself and DJ pointed this out a couple of times. His head did seem to drop. I think he's he's definitely picked himself back up now. Though he isn't back on the score sheet for us, he is still um he's still in the right areas. He's putting he's making the defenses a little bit nervous to be around him. Yeah. And I think Yeah, I think I think with how our midfield have been attacking recently that focus would would have all shifted straight to Sims and the, the midfielder becoming a little bit more open and um, confident with attacking themselves, which is probably why the Pritchard goal happened the way it did. Roberts doing the one thing he did terribly in the first half, absolutely fantastically for that goal, he was giving and going with that ball, have <laughs> one-two yeah. passes,
1: and he got, a bit greedy, didn't he? he got a bit greedy in the first half.
0: Yeah, he was—he was trying to break past. I've noted that at least two, but there could have been more occasions where he was trying to break past three or four defenders by cutting inside. That was the difference, I think. Either Mowbray said, "Pass the ball, or you're off," <laughs> or. Um, it was made abundantly clear that like, that's not how we yeah. play we play as a team not as individuals and yeah i think the whatever happened with roberts at half time clearly give his head a bit of a shake and just went yeah i can't beat the world but yeah lay the pass on for somebody who's in a better position and 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 yeah. on that point he was in a better position for one of our shots and was absolutely rightly pissed off that he didn't get the pass come through to him um, yeah
1: so he had some ch- yeah, he had some chances that he could he could have passed it to, and then the players would have scored, but he just didn't do that, and if he did that more often could have won by more but yeah, yeah.
0: well winning winning by more is an an interesting uh, interesting point because ultimately we did look like this game was gonna end with a one nil win, and that would that would have been that, but the mm. counter attack from our from our half, a the initial challenge looked a bit scuffed. We still get went away with the ball, and then to pass it through um, to Embo, and then Embo feeding it into Bar, was just yeah. just sublime counter attacking football. It, granted, it was in the ninety sixth minute, and it did kill the game dead. Like I think within yeah. twenty seconds of that goal going in, the the, the full time whistle was blown. So we we won the game. All in all. Um, and statistically looking back on it it is it looks in our favour for the most part but mm. I wouldn't say that was a true true reflection of how the game could have finished because if they if if they Huddersfield if Huddersfield did better in that in that final third trying to attack down the wing um they could have could finished have did, that game yeah. with a point and it would have been another one of those games where we would have been frustrated we've had the lead we've lost it but I don't know. What what was the difference between last night's game and the rest of the games that we've played?
1: I don't know. Maybe that. I think maybe maybe the thing with Sims being back, maybe he could have been a bit of a factor, but maybe just being a bit more up for it. Maybe Mowbray says, look, this is a team we really should be beating. Go out there and, you know... Smash them. Yeah, maybe Mowbray giving a bit of a kick up the backside, to be honest. Not that and we were back because we weren't, but he's saying, look, if results keep going like this, if we keep not doing well, we're going to end up in a relegation fight and that's not what the fans want. We want a comfortable season, mid-table. Uh, we deserve it after what we've been through. If, oh yeah, nice... uh, absolutely.
0: Uh, an average season would be okay in my in my books right now especially especially considering where we were over the last half a decade um mm. an, an average an average championship season wouldn't go right um, mm-hmm. um which, which that that kindly brings me on to the point mate like you've got to look at our potential our potential our fellow um promoted Team Wigan at the minute they're on a they're on a string of five defeats with I think we were yeah. the first or the second one in that in that run and that season back into the relegation zone. I don't think they'll stay there f- for a for a long time because obviously they are no. a good quality team. They've just oh,
1: yeah.
0: scuffed up leads um, and that's their problem. We're not doing that anymore. Um, and I said anymore. It's over the last like four games. We've we've picked up our. We've picked up our um, britches, I guess, and and said this is not good enough. Mm. So, yeah, ultimately it's about picking up points and, and winning games or at least not losing them, especially against good opposition.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Mm. And, oh, yeah, we've got uh, the World Cup break coming up soon as well. We've got two more games before a good mandated break of a solid month for... Us, so yeah. do, do you think that's going to be a contributing factor to how the season's going to start or restart? Do you think teams are going to come back and um, either flop? Yeah, yeah, like do, do you think Burnley yeah. going to stay at the top? Do you think um teams like Stoke are going to stay at the bottom or the bottom bit?
1: Let's say they're running like two points, to be honest, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So in some ways it could maybe actually some people say no it might not benefit it would be awful for the relegation teams but in some ways it could benefit them because the manager could say if they, if they've got no international players they could keep doing training and manager could motivate them to do better or some and some of teams like Burnley could bottle it and be laid back and end up yeah. dropping points but yeah or it could go the way around it could get worse for the relegation teams and better for the Teams in the top half. but well, I think it will benefit you with our injuries and that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there is that bounce back, bounce back story from most a lot of teams. Like we've done bounce backs after Christmas when we were the worst performing team at Christmas and we stood in the Premier League for two seasons on the bounce. You've got yeah. um, Nottingham Forest last season were bottom at Christmas, but then obviously something's happened in the back office and they end up finishing in the playoffs. Absolute massive turnaround at the at the half season mark. Is that half season mark that threat of the January transfer window now just a month earlier because of the World Cup break? That's what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah,
0: An inter- it's interesting food for thought, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's not that far away. It, it,
0: it's 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 <laughs> it's just eight. oh, it's that's really scary to think of. It's just eight weeks away.
1: Oh, <laughs> don't. Well, hopefully we do do shit in the transfer window. I'm hoping we do get some good players.
0: Yeah, me too. mate Um, there's another thing I wanted to point out as well. Obviously, we're on 24 points now, but everybody yeah. two places below us. So, Rotherham down to Wigan are within three points of each other. So, two two bad games for Sunderland, but one game for all of those teams from Rotherham through to Wigan. Could be in the bottom three, if results go against them. So that's Rotherham, Bristol City, Blackpool, Stoke, Cardiff, Middlesbrough, Coventry, Hull, and Wigan. it's yeah. a lot, of, lot of teams in that cusp of relegation fodder. And yeah, that, that that is that showing you how tight the league is, or is that showing you how poor some teams have performed?
1: Maybe a bit of both. I mean. Some of them are unexpected, like Borough. A lot of people were predicting Borough to be in the top half. Same way, like maybe you, well, you something it depends because like with Wigan, (laughs) sometimes at least one of the promoted teams will struggle, but all three promoted teams are doing well. And yeah, so and it's I wouldn't have said if someone said to me about Wigan being in relegation, I probably would have been a bit shocked because I wouldn't have expected them to be there.
0: No, and I don't think they'll be there for long. If they picked up one point or a couple of draws, they wouldn't be in the bottom three right now. But it is that five-loss streak that has seen them just slip into it. Um, Yeah. I think we started it off, didn't we? I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, But that's um, that's the momentum that happens in this league. You win one game, you can win multiple in a row the the one thing that someone yeah. have yet to do is win back-to-back games this season and i, I think it, this yeah yeah i can see this being the perfect opportunity to do that because cardiff is in that cluster of teams that are within three points of the relegation zone um they haven't had a great season the one thing that they are better at the most teams around this relegation zone area is defending the problem is they can't score. So I think defensively in the game coming up, we sh- we should not get we, should we
1: Yeah, Sorry? Against Cardiff. We should have an attacking formation, I think, for Cardiff.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think d- defensively, I don't think they're going to score a lot of goals. If they do end up scoring, it'll be one, maybe two. So ultimately, I think if Mowbray goes out with that more attacking mindset, into that game we should win it um so how would you what do you think is an attacking mindset from by the way like what what's our go-to tactic do we do what we did against Huddersfield let the first half slide and then guns place in second half or do we try and seal a deal in the first half and then just have it what because we never we never performed for the full 90 or we haven't the
1: entire season no I think we need to do that one, because we can't keep being in a team that's a game of two halves. But <laughs> I think for Cardiff, yeah. yeah. You know, like first half, try and maybe get at least 3-0 up and then by second half. 3-0?
0: You, you've you got to go to 3-0 before you're comfortable And
1: Is that what you're saying? 4-0, to be fair, because 3-0, they could <laughs> still catch up. <laughs> I don't know.
0: No, I'm just just thinking like you should be. If you're a confident team, you should be able to get one goal and be comfortable that you win that game. That's a sign well, of a Sunderland, strong we never team. Know.
1: Sunderland, you know what we're like. We can mm-hmm. throw things away, so yeah. But <laughs> I do want to be. A, I do want to be a team that's getting. You know, yeah, two halves and doing well in the first half and still doing well in second
0: are doing okay well we, we've we yet to win in both halves on any any game this season um, Cardiff could be one could be the one. I'll take a goal first half goal second half and that's us winning two halves um, in the yeah. same game um, Dov's saying we only won the last game he didn't say the only we only won it but you won the last game because he watched it with us the Dav Buff is active. <laughs> so <laughs> Dav is joining us on Saturday tomorrow at three o'clock or two forty-five just before we go live so we can watch that game. I don't think Liverpool, his team are in action tomorrow at the same time. They're nah, they're they're in action on football Sunday, football, aren't they?
1: Yes. Yeah, they'll be playing Beach Volleyball Liverpool. They're playing they're Spurs. Playing
0: Spurs. Yeah. Tottenham. Tottenham Spurs Liverpool on Sunday. Is uh an interesting one uh, we do yeah. also have the live league table because Preston and Reading are playing right now as we speak it's still nil-nil it's about 40 minutes into that game and um, yeah I could see how many points we need to climb against to get close to the playoffs as possible uh, watch more matches yeah okay Sorry, what was I, What was I? Um, what was your point that you were looking to to raise there, Jacob?
1: Oh, I was about Liverpool. They're, they're mm-hmm. not they're not playing Saturday. They might be doing something in beach volleyball with <laughs> beach balls because we know Liverpool like beach balls.
2: <laughs> not that, not
0: that you're um, trying to dig up old wounds. Paul Wilson, no. welcome to the chat. Uh, he says Tony Moorebridge is thinking of starting Ellis Sims tomorrow. He's going to uh, check in on him in the morning. To see how he is though that for me is the biggest the biggest indicator that we are comfortable with how we perform when he's on the pitch now i'd much like i'd much prefer us to start the first 45 and get one or two free goals in the first half and then just coast through the second but the the point that when you win the game is the end of the final 90 so if it is a case we have a mediocre first half, like we did against Huddersfield, and then come out yeah. guns blazing in the second half, I'd much prefer the latter. Anything to get the win. Um, I'd take a scrappy, scruffy goal in the in the 93rd minute from a penalty. I don't care as long as we get that one goal and we get three points at the, at the end of the day. It's just how do you mm. think we should be tactically set up against Cardiff to do that? And I think we've both mentioned it. It's been attacking from minute one, right? So
2: Yeah, yeah. Howdy doody. Paul's
0: there seeing the perfect thing, seeing having LS Sims starting. Hello DJ, you've you're alive. Welcome along.
2: Yeah, I had to I've got my camera on I don't know if you can see is yeah. Uh
0: I haven't got the OBS set up for cameras, but I can do that in just a second. <laughs> So sure.
2: Yeah, sorry I'm late. I've uh the wife's away this weekend and um I've just got back with the kids with doing the karate, so yeah <laughs> She usually does that job but she's away in Coventry till Sunday now, so oh,
0: you've you've sent your wife to Coventry?
2: Well, because she does, she's <laughs> a consultant for the Cambridge Diet and she has these meetings every now and again, so just me and the kids this weekend.
0: Fair enough, buddy. Um, I didn't want that one. Um, I need to work out how to get you up on this now. Uh, that's not the right thing. So this is not working. Um, yes, it's it's a bit. We've we've gone through the previous game. We're about um, about half an hour into the no, twenty minutes into the stream so far. But um, I'll let DJ have his say on the Huddersfield game. So. Uh, do you want to spend a minute or so, just what you thought of the um, the last match?
2: Yeah, um, I thought, you know, I was going to say, whether the storm in the first half, because that's exactly what it was, the the conditions were horrendous. Um, you know, they had the slightly better of the first half Huddersfield, but I didn't think they were massively dangerous or caused any, any threat to Sunderland. They certainly weren't like what a Burnley was in the second half. Um, and I just thought it was really important to get in at half time. Um, we're not conceding a goal. And, and that's what we did. And as the, the second half wore on more and more, suddenly grew into the game. The confidence was grown. We started to create more chances. And then the game changer was when uh, Sims was brought on. Um, we just looked more lively going up front and And they couldn't cope with us going forward um Horace failed, and uh it was a a well deserved win at the end of the end of the night i thought
0: yeah without um duplicating what's been said so far the the tactical decisions at half time switching Jacku off for for Sims how do you rate that decision because obviously Sims didn't end up scoring but... What do you think happened when that when that change was made?
2: I don't know. I don't know whether Stims has got that extra bit of pace or alertness. Um, there just seemed to be more openings, more space up front. They're just it's like it was like there was an extra man on the pitch up front for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's what it is. I just think he's more of a skillful player, um, more experienced, and uh, we seem to hold the ball up. Um, to create more chances and space for the players, it's just all around a lot better, a lot better move.
0: Yeah. So do do you know what I think it is? It, it is a, a lot of that, but I think it's also defensive. Like from the opposition standpoint, you've just swapped off this five foot seven, um, this five foot seven makeshift striker that you've had on for the last forty five minutes, and you have put on this huge six foot two tank and he's going to be the target for every cross every header so let's mark him let's focus on this 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 target man and they kind of forget a little bit not 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 all all not but they forget about what the midfield for Sunderland can do and that's um why Roberts was able to have a, a good one two pass um and then feed Pritchard for his for his goal because they they were more focused on what Sims could do in that box than what the rest of our players could do so that's what I think happened. Um, do you think that will work against teams like Cardiff, though, coming up this weekend?
2: I don't see why not. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there's much as a threat Cardiff than likes your Norwich and your Coventrys and your, um, your Burnies and stuff.
0: So, yeah, in terms of threats from, from Cardiff, they are joint... Worst scorers in this league with Preston North End both on 14 goals after um, 20 and 18 games respectively, so They're unlikely to score if they do score. It's only going to be one at a push two so I don't think someone will be setting themselves up defensively. I think it'll be more attacking minded. And like Paul said in the chat a couple of seconds ago, Tony Mowbray is considering putting Sims on from the start, being attacking from the start. Do you think that is going to work against Cardiff?
2: Um we'll just find out, won't we? But mm-hmm. I think it'll be an open game uh, the first few minutes. I think Cardiff will come out. Um it'd be a completely different game from what it was, um, mm-hmm. against Huddersfield. Um but yeah, I mean I think you know, Sunderland, as, as we're starting to get our players back, Sims are starting to come into it. Um I think we'll start seeing Sunland really up in the gear, um especially mm-hmm. if if the started um, Sims and um, I would think um Juice and Bennett on the uh, up front. Yeah. Um and then we'll get Stuart coming back, obviously not this match. but I do think we're gonna to have too much for a lot of teams in this division
1: I agree
0: uh, a lot of the which teams are you thinking about though? Are you thinking about everybody that's currently below us or are you thinking about li- literally every single team is there any teams that you wouldn't
2: the only teams I would say that um are just in and and not massively ahead of us, but I think I, the the only one I think that really stands out is Burnley.
0: Um currently league leaders, yeah.
2: Makes
0: yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah,
2: Um Norwich played well at the stadium and like but I th- I think we could get something out of them and the likes of um Sheffield United, Blackburn mm-hmm. and this and that and the other, were, we're more than we can hold
1: down. our own, yeah.
2: Of course we can. I mm. mean, don't forget we were we were hard done by by decisions against Blackburn and uh, mm-hmm.
1: Sheffield United, really. put
2: it, put it this way. I, th- I think when we get back to our full strength, there's no reason why we can't make the playoffs this season. Don't forget, we've got a transfer window coming up. But we've got a lot of talented lads on that squad um, that seem to know each other well. Passing mm-hmm. the, Some of the passing moves that we've been doing, I mean, we looked at the goal, the first goal, how pitchard scored, it was a lovely passing move. Um, and if we can keep that going, I, I do think we'll, we'll be we'll be up there. There's not many teams that mm-hmm. um better than our squad.
0: Oh, speak speaking of goals, by the way, I've got a um a short a YouTube shorts playlist. Which, if you're watching back this on a vod, I'll put in like the top corner. You can watch all of the Sunderland goals so far with my uh, lovely commentary over. And yeah, every goal we've scored this season has been from open play. Every single one. Um, a couple have been like one or two after a free kick or a corner, but it's always involved a second player touching the ball before it actually, um goes in the back of the net. So that's the one thing I think Sunderland do really, really well. We're not reliant on corners. We're not relying on free kicks. We're not relying on penalties to get goals. That's That for me is fantastic. If, if, if you take away everybody else's um, goals from set pieces, we would be pretty much near the top of the goal scoring chart, probably behind Burnley and I think Watford. Yeah. Tiger says hi, DJ.
2: Hello, Tiger. (laughs) Oh my god!
1: Don't do that again.
0: The rows are included for free. There you go. Um, I thought of a better place. Is that
1: save that as your ringtone if you want? DJ, same rah
2: (laughs) I didn't hear you there, Jacob. How are you doing, lad?
1: I'm doing good, thank you. What about yourself?
2: Yeah, not too bad. Just, just glad it's Friday, mate. To be honest with you,
0: I've got a question oh, for man. you both though. Uh, did you just manage to find out who the Preston manager was?
2: Oh, I'm gonna leave this stream in a minute. Like <laughs> that's just, just ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I got a minute, DJ. You wouldn't be saying that if you were telling the joke to amp on me, would you? Uh, it's
2: just totally. It's just totally grown old now that. It's,
1: oh. It's... So first of October.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh.
0: Oh, and if you do hear any bangs or explosions, it's basically guy fireworks. Folks, Um, Yeah, fireworks outside. Um, the dog's generally okay. She might growl or bark at them, so I do apologize if that does happen. But, um, yeah, some people are taking it a day early and uh, setting off the fireworks because it's a Friday evening. Um, right, okay, so we were going to go through um last week's set of results um bit by bit so is any of the results from the tuesday or wednesday games that you'd like to highlight um if not i'll go first uh the hull middlesbrough game hull losing 3-1 at home yeah that's, that's again nice. Yeah, uh, this is this is their sixth home game, and they've lost five of them. The is it the Kassam or the D W? No, I, I can't remember what the um, catching a bit. Wiggins, dark, thank
1: you. Wiggins uh, is
0: DW. DW, Okay, yeah. So it it is Hull. That's Casam, right? So no Hull K Com Stadium. Casam's Oxley Night. Stop sponsoring stadiums. Just me. <laughs> Give it the proper name. Um, yeah. The, their fortress is no longer, right? I know Hull fans have had a bit of a... <laughs>
1: so at the start of the season... come on, It's a weird season for Hull, is it? They've been a bit up and down, haven't they? Yeah. So, so at the start of the season,
0: I was having... I posted a video basically saying I think Hull's going to struggle this season and they need to look at changing their, their manager and their owners very soon. And then this this whole fan just basically says you're chatting shit because we've had a new manager, we've had a new gaffer, and uh, we've got a new per, new owner in, in place. What are you talking about? And I think the, the proof is in the pudding with what I've said three months down the line. Look where they're at and how many of their fans are now saying we need a new gaffer, we need a new owner, we need some investment in the club, otherwise we're going down. Just because they've all just changed their manager or the owner, we, we're prime example of having shit owners and saying this is not good enough. I, yeah. don't, I don't know why when you apply that logic to another team and say you're getting worried for them, you get all of this like ritual of you being saying you just biased against us. It's really not. It's what it's what you see, right? This yeah. per, this person, these people in charge at Hull at the moment don't know what they're doing, and it's very clear and obvious.
1: Um, but flipping I think back, that whole, fan, I think that whole fan should apologise to you. Yeah, say, he should, he should absolutely. He <laughs> to you put his arms up and say, "Look, I'm wrong. Yeah,
0: or, I was wrong. Exactly. No, but with that in mind, flipping it back onto the Sunland perspective." Do you think the KFD situation has resolved itself now, now that we're starting to settle into this championship season, or do you think he still needs to take the full ownership of the club on, buy the shares out, and then heavily invest in the transfer window? What, what's your, what's your thoughts on us in that similar scenario? Because I'm not as worried as I would be if I was a Hull fan or a
1: uh, West Brom fan. No, but no, I'm still... yeah, I'm a bit of both. It's like I think. Yeah, I think on both sides, it's like I do want to see Dreyfus take full control, but on the other hand, I do think they're starting to feel a bit more settled in the championship, you know. But...
0: Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts, TJ, as well?
2: About them taking over, right?
0: Yeah. Do you think yeah, our ownership that... situation needs to be, like, do we need to be sold on again? Do we need a new um, head of football or whatever it's called, director of football, Speakman? That whole how we're currently infrastructure wise, I think we're on a, a, a nice little plateau. But what do you think I don't know we need?
2: Salmon pants has gone, but I do think Stewart needs to be gone outright, definitely for survive this season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. uh, I don't. I'm certainly not like I say. I'm not panicking as what I was before the season. Obviously, there's a long way to go, but I would like to see uh, Dreyfus uh, or outright owner. Um, I've never been a fan of this. I'll own this, and you can own some of that, and you can own some of this, and the,
0: the consortium, the consortium aspects of clubs.
2: Yeah, I've never been a fan of that, but that's that's just my opinion. I mean,
0: is that I've also been the been is, is that the way the football world is going though? Because of how expensive some clubs are becoming, can you imagine teams like I don't know Chelsea, Spurs? Arsenal, Man City, all the bit, all the big boys, being owned in consortiums, because I can't. You gotta look. Actually, our 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 rivals, Newcastle, they're owned by one business, one owner, and that is helping them out massively this season because they're getting heavy investment. They're getting money pumped in, and it's working because they're bringing in quality.
1: The consortium, that could happen with That could-, could happen with us if we had Dreyfus
0: it could happen with with us if we had that one owner it's the extra fingers in the pie or the cooks in the in the broth or whatever the, whatever analogy you want to use it, there's too many people having their say because it is a huge financial um investment from these these owners that are not really getting enough of their money back um or, or enough say for their money so yeah yeah um I think long term, I am worried. In the short term, I think it's purely about how well we perform with what we've got in front of us. Um, what do we need in the transfer window? Who do we need in the transfer window? And will we actually get good investment for the people that we need?
2: I do think we we'll definitely need to strengthen up front. That's without shadow of a doubt. Because I mean, we'll, we'll probably we'll get more injuries up front. We we'll mm-hmm. definitely we'll definitely do that. Um, defense. I still, I don't know. I mean, do we need another addition of two in defense because we've still got the likes of a couple of players playing out of position. Um, midfield. That we are right in midfield. Uh, it's it's not not too bad. I don't think midfield wise, but I, I definitely think firepower. Maybe it's another. A, a, I don't know. Do we need another goalkeeper? We've got Bass involved, We scored a quality header against the Mags the other night. But
0: he's not seasoned yet, though, uh, is he? That's the thing. No, he's not. We've got we've got a I lot know, of I mean, investment you, in youth.
2: What do you reckon? I mean, do you do you think our, our defense is not is not bad? Or do you think we could do with a a couple of ad- additions at the back?
0: So, um, yeah, defensively, defensively, we need more players. We've got. If you look on the Sunland website right now, look at our first team players, we have seven named defenders. If you, if you have a four at the back system and you want to rotate every player at the back in that system week in, week out, we can't do that. Or game in, game out, sorry. Because we haven't got two left backs, two right backs and four centre backs or five centre backs. We've just got... Have pretty much got six centre backs and one wing back. That's it. Um, so it, you've got Niall Huggins, Dennis Sirkin, Daniel Bollard, Danny Bath, Bailey Wright, Tri Hume, and Aji Alessi. With the exception of Tri Hume, they're all centre backs, right? So yes, if we're if we're moving away from the three at the back system, we do need a left and right back, a dedicated left and right back, and. Again, looking at the players in the the forward position on the Sunil website, we actually have more than we, we we think. We have Ella Sims, Ross Stewart, Ahmad, and Jewish and Bennett. They're named and listed as our forward players. But Ahmad's not Ahmad's not been playing as the striker when we've uh, been without Sims and Stewart. Bennett's come on and played as striker, but I think he needs a bit more um more game time before he becomes that um creative goal scorer that we know he can become. So yeah, I think yeah. defensively, mate, yeah, we need more more defenders, but I think we need to focus more on strikers. Midfield, we're stacked, we've got twelve midfielders and they can play anywhere. What what's your thoughts, Jacob mate? Probably s- s- somewhat similar to you really. In, in terms of what uh, the defenders, the strikers, which which were you
1: leading yeah, but- I don't know. Maybe a few more strikers, but yeah, still go for some defenders as well. You know, I mean I would like Semenya as a player I'd like, but I'm not sure if he'd come to us cuz he's doing fairly well at Bristol City, but you never know. Cause, I mean he did do well at Sunderland, but unfortunately stupid Phil Parkins didn't give him a lot of game time.
0: Oh, that would problem. <laughs>
1: yeah, are you talking about the <laughs> are you talking about the
0: previous player curse there? Because <laughs> for the first time in I've got to say like at least two seasons, we actually had a, a former Huddersfield player play for us in that game and score a goal. That's gotta be that's gotta be nice. Pritch, yeah. Pritchard getting a goal against his former team and doing his uh his ears in the in the Shush uh celebration. And... Yeah,
1: <laughs> Huddersfield fans were proper. They Pro- were doing the one design and all saying, Fuck off, fuck off, because I've been seeing <laughs> Huddersfield fans, you know, for the vlogging the game and that and yeah. They were not happy. We, oh God. we
0: we weren't that bad, or we weren't that hostile to Maguire when he scored his hat trick against us. Um
1: not really. Uh
0: we didn't I mean, do it when White scored against us either. I mean there might have been a couple of fans here and there, but like as a control as a as a collective of fans, it was it was generally quite civil from Sunderland's perspective
1: or last, or last season when Flanagan scored against us you know for Shrewsbury
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah I, think, I believe we ended up winning didn't we Were it 3-2 Sunderland or something like that
0: yeah but I think we'd, we'd have a, a little bit of a um, mm. it, it's about the karma's coming back and, and it's helping us out finally um, yeah so what should we, we move on to the predictions for the upcoming matches don't we now uh, yeah. So we Preston, obviously have
2: yeah,
0: won- Preston have took the lead against Reading. So let me just let me just load this up. Um, I said Reading were going to win this one two one. Jacob,
1: I said two one Preston.
0: Uh, and what were you saying, DJ, before the game started? What was your prediction?
2: I don't I don't think I put any predictions in, have I?
0: No, uh, but we can we can run through them now. You can run for them now.
2: Um, I'm gonna go for a three-nil a, a Preston win for this one.
0: Really? Are they? Are they? Are you? I'm guessing you're watching the game on the iFollow. Are they? Are they that? Um...
2: Oh, no, it's on Sky.
0: Oh, it's on Sky. Oh, there you go. Um, looking at the stats, mate, it looks very, very cagey. There's been seven shots in 47 minutes, and only one of them been on target, and that's the Preston
1: one. Ched yeah. Evans has just scored. Ched Evans. Wait, I oh, know. I thought he was the one that lost his tooth, Evans. But that I think was that was brown. brown. One. It was Brown. Yeah. And it, that was Blackpool. <laughs> no, it was Preston. Where Preston? the player lost his. Two. Yeah, it was Preston.
0: Oh, yeah. It was a nil-nil draw. I know. I know that. Yeah. Um, moving on tomorrow. There, there is an early kickoff between two really strong teams: Sheffield United and League leaders Burnley. Mm-hmm. I went for a 1-1 draw because obviously I think they're both really good quality teams recently in the Premier League. um, Both of them have played each other quite a lot over the last couple of seasons. So, yeah, 1-1 draw.
1: Sheffield United and Burnley, I'm going for a 2-2 draw. Perfect. And what are you going for, DJ? That's 12.30
0: tomorrow.
2: 2-0 Burnley.
0: And a way win. Okay.
1: Fair enough, and and Both it's going to be a good game.
0: Yeah, it, I agree with that, and obviously, I think with current form factor into, into account, Burnley are obviously leading it on paper, but football is very, very rarely ever played on paper. Mm. Um, <laughs> but then uh, the next game up is Blackburn Rovers against Huddersfield, and I think I've went with the paper option, the form option, two nil Blackburn. Because Huddersfield, I don't think will offer anything away from home. Especially against a team like Blackburn. Mm. What are you going for, Jacob? Four nil Blackburn. The the form guides dictating that one. What about you, DJ?
2: Uh, I think Huddersfield will score first and then full time score will be three one to uh Blackburn.
0: Nice. I like I like the idea of them scoring 'cause they didn't look they didn't look that poor against us, did they? They looked no. like they could do it, but they just weren't They weren't in it on the day. Um, the next game up is Blackpool versus Luton Town. Um, this one, I've gone for a 0-0 draw. Um, I just don't think either of these teams will give that much of a shit about this game. Um, Blackpool might want to get a couple of extra points to stay away from that bottom three, but I think there's ultimately much worse teams in that bottom half of the table. And um, yeah, point will be enough for them. So yeah, kg nil nil.
1: Jacob, I said two one Luton,
0: and a away win. Okay.
1: Yeah, they're still doing well, Luton, at the minute, and I think they might carry on that good form.
0: Fair enough. Good, good, good uh, prediction. We'll see what happens at the end of the final ninety tomorrow. What are you saying, DJ? Nil nil. <laughs> Same as me. <Wayne. laughs> Yeah. Did, I, did, right. I conv, did I convince you? Did I convince yeah, you
2: on that sort one? Of, I, no, I, I, just, I just, just agree. Agree, agree.
0: Agree, okay. Uh, then, game five of the weekend is Middlesbrough versus Bristol City. Whew. How, do, I, how where do we start with this one? Middlesbrough beating Hull 3-1. Surprise result. Um, Bristol City losing. Um, so you think... Ah, oh, Middlesbrough should be should be winning the momentums in their favour. No. You, you can never trust Middlesbrough to do what you expect. I'm gonna say a 2 1 away win for Bristol. I said a 1 1 draw. Going to go, I'm
2: gonna go 2 0 Middlesbrough.
0: They're actually going to perform as per their, their form guide now. <laughs> Good. It yeah, uh, couldn't even beat It
1: yeah. couldn't beat who? Preston, Middlesbrough, the the right horrible loss against Preston, didn't they? Because they were winning and then bottled it.
0: Man, we can't we can't be we can't be riling on teams when they don't perform when they're in a winning position, especially especially after that Burnley game.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> that's probably going to be our biggest defeat of the season. We I don't think we'll be losing more than it's.
0: It's currently my most embarrassing defeat. Um, we will we'll see. Uh, Swansea did
1: worse against Burnley to be fair Swansea did worse they did they didn't even
0: yeah they did but to be fair the worst game so far or the best game depending on how you look at it is that Watford 4-0 win um, against Swansea Mm. that was yeah that was mad um, right, game six, Millwall versus Hull City. I have went for a comfortable 3-1 home win for Millwall. I think, however, I have overhyped Millwall over the last couple of weeks and they've started to tail off getting ready for that World Cup break, having a few bevvies before Christmas, doing the shopping, whatever they want to do in this, this four-week break. But yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go with 3-1 win. What are you saying, Jacob?
1: 1-0 we'll Millwall. I think it might be a fairly tight game. To be fair, so I know Hull are not good, but you just never know, do you? So I think Millwall might just scrap it a bit. One nil, one nil, Millwall.
0: Fair enough. Is it? It's the Lions versus the Tigers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the felines. Uh, DJ, what do you say, mate?
2: I'm gonna go for an edgy one nil win to Hull.
0: Oh, that'd be a right run against their form. Okay.
2: <clears throat> well, I think the Jew. I think you know you're not gonna. I, I just think the the Jew something. I'm just gonna. So, s- I am going to i do not think it'll be a, a massive trounce, but I think it'll be an edgy one 0
0: Yeah, I thought you were gonna say no team wins like that, uh, loses that many times in a row. But then I was just about to say,
2: <laughs> look at Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> Wigan, have
0: been, w- Wigan have been Wigan have been poor since um Ooh. since our game. Uh, next up, QPR versus West Bromwich Albion. Uh, West Brom coming out with a surprise win on the um, midweek. But I'm still going to back the home team here. I'm seeing 2-1. I do think uh, West Brom is starting to to fix themselves up a little bit, but they've got a lot of work to
1: do. Jacob? QPR 3, West Brom 0. I think West Brom, they're just not in good form at the minute, and QPR is a tough team. And ever, cause ever since that we drew two, two of them, they've been on a fairly good form of QBR. Yeah,
0: they've been the top, the top six for. Is it top yeah, six? yeah, top the four. The goalkeeper
1: minute. likes to score, the their goalkeeper likes to score a few goals, and we can say that from an experience.
0: Yeah, don't please don't remind me on that. One.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I'm still hard from it as well.
0: DJ, what what you going for on that one?
2: I'm going for one one.
0: Okay, point on us even would be, I uh, to be fair, I think that's still a bit of a shock because West Brom are in that twenty third spot for a reason, and yeah, well, we'll see. But good luck.
2: They <laughs> yeah, are, but I, 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 do think they'll come good, West Brom. I, I don't think they'll be. I don't think they'll be there by the end of the season.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good point. Uh. Now, um, give it is Rotherham versus Norwich City. I know I know for a fact that a lot of people are going to back Norwich on this one, but I think this is probably one of their bogey teams. So I'm going to back Rotherham to win this one 1-0. I um, could be completely wrong. and Nor- Norwich completely frowns uh, Rotherham all over the park. But, yeah, I think I'm just going to go for a 1-0 win. Jacob?
1: Uh 3-1 win for Norwich. That frowning that I mentioned. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, and DJ.
2: Two one Norwich.
0: Two one Norwich. Everybody pretty much, like I said, most people are going and back Norwich on this one, just because of the call they've got in their roster. Um, Stoke City versus Birmingham City, kind of a derby. West Midlands, two West Midlands based teams. I think Stoke are looking to get something back from this. I'm, I'm going to say they're going to score two goals, but I think Birmingham will uh, take this game by the scruff of neck and back three. So I'm going for a 2-3 away win. 3-2 away win. There you go.
1: Um, Jacob? Stoke and Birmingham. Um, 2-0 Stoke. What? why I don't know I mean they got a good win against Wigan and I think there might still be they could start picking points up but it is Stoke you never know but I don't don't know someone was just telling me Stoke might get a win on this could be a good chance for them to start go back to winning ways again potentially the uh, Alex Neil effect might
0: come into a to
1: flourish now Um,
0: DJ what are you saying buddy it's at the Vet365 slash Britannia slash whatever you want to call it now. Uh,
2: I think, uh, Birmingham, I think, a very poor. Uh, I, I think Stork's going to come out uh, comfortable uh, 2-0 winners.
0: Oi. Oi. Copyright. Copy. <laughs> you can copy people's opinions. It's all right. Um. Oh, that's funny. Uh next up, our boys, Sunland versus Cardiff City. Um I don't want to jinx it too much, but I do think that Sunland should be winning this one. Um especially if we go out attacking from minute one. I've gone for a two nil home win.
1: Jacob. Three one Sunland. Yeah. Good.
0: Good. Three points, three goals. Uh that would be nice to yeah. see. DJ
2: 3 0 Sunland.
0: Oh. oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> when DJ backs us, oh, it's a jinx. <laughs> no, nah, to be fair, I'd love to see some free goals. I'd love to see a Sims hat trick as well. Um, next up is Swansea City versus Wigan Athletic. I've backed the home team in a very cagey game, um, potentially Wigan losing in the last couple of minutes. A 1 0 win for Swans. <sighs> Jacob.
1: Two one Swansea.
0: Two one Swansea. 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 And DJ, what are you going for?
2: Um two one Wigan.
0: Ooh, do you think they're gonna end their rut of five games on the bench yeah, with losses? It'll have, to, it'll have
2: to one.
0: Yeah, one day. Away from home's a, a brief we choice, but yeah.
2: I think it's going to be one of them funny weekends where I think it's it it'll, it'll be it'll be a week it'll it'll be a day for the struggling teams. I think they'll, they'll, a few of them will come good.
0: There you go. I like I like the idea of that make the league a little <laughs> a little bit more tight, even though it's already like twelve teams. Are I hope
2: not. I mean, I hope <laughs> I hope they, they get trounced and we get a win and we pull even further away. But it's just it's just a funny league, the championship.
0: Oh, uh, proof proofs in the uh, in the. Putting just to my right, <laughs> depending on how you're watching it. Um, uh, the final game of the weekend, though, lads, is Watford versus Coventry. Um, I'll do my prediction last. DJ, you go first.
2: Watford against Coventry. Yeah. Aye. Um, I think this is going to be two-two. Coventry <laughs> coming good. I think you know Watford. Uh, so, so yeah, I think I think it would be two-two drop.
1: Huh? Jacob 1-0
0: Watford Okay Okay. KG affair I think there's four goals in this game Just like DJ But I do think the home team will end up winning So I've went for a 3-1 Home win Because Watford Are hard to break down at home And I don't think Coventry have the muster At the minute at the very least to To break down a team as good as Watford Um so, yeah, that's our prediction section done and dusted. We have a um, a nice little section now where we go over what our plans are for the next coming week um, for our content. Uh, Jacob, do you want to go first? DJ, then I'll go last. So, Jacob, what, what are you doing this week?
1: Uh, I might try and post more videos on my YouTube channel from TikTok or something like that, you know okay keep it going maybe
0: nice uh, and if you want to um follow jacob our or dj just check the about section on my youtube video um or if you search yorkshire yorkshire Macum and dj earth crazy videos sefc on youtube or you just search yeah. anthel Macum and uh yeah it'll be on this video's bio uh, DJ, what are you up to on content-wise this coming week?
2: Uh, well, yeah, and actually we're doing the, the live stream on I'm doing the live stream on Saturday. Uh, just uh, just the odd funny clip on funny the funny silly clips I do. just um, there's, there's a couple I've just put up on which and you want to check them out. The recent one was uh, Jurgen Klopp was asked. Uh, does he think uh, Newcastle is a bigger club than Sunderland? Which is uh <laughs> go, go and check that out. Just just a bit of silly humour. What did Do you
1: have to
0: check yeah. the video? You have to watch the video to find out. You're gonna
2: have to check the video and then click the like button and click subscribe and then you're gonna have to <laughs> have a look at it. It's uh <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's another video I put up was quite uh, uh, Olegon Solskjaer was spotted at the Bristol match. So go and check go and check him out. It's just. Uh, it's, it's 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 very soccery Amish but it's it's quite funny.
0: Yeah. Um Any anything else though, mate? That everything? Um
2: Well yeah, I mean obviously the um probably chatting a little bit, a little bit a little, a little preview a little review of the the, the, the match after um the Gubmins what's happened at the stadium light against Cardiff. But uh Yeah, well I mean unless we've got a midweek game, have we got a midweek game next week? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Friday at Birmingham.
2: Friday? Oh I'll be on the telly, won't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's um there's a lot of midweek fixtures as well. Um which we are which I think we're postponing against Millwall through to the uh, early part of December, December third. Um I think that's so to we're getting,
2: we're getting nearer and nearer as well to the World Cup, so you know.
0: Yeah. I think that was to allow them to play in the EFL Cup. So We've been...
2: Oh, we're at home against Birmingham.
0: Uh, No, we're at St. Andrews, and that's at, like, 8 o'clock at night on a Friday.
2: I don't think we've got a very good um, record at um, Birmingham.
0: Uh, The last time I went, we won 3-0. Conor Wickham scored. And I was sat on the halfway line in the Birmingham fans fucking ripping my chair apart. (laughs) Um, But my record there has been pretty decent against them anyways um in terms of what's happening on my channel you've got obviously the watch along for the um the game tomorrow then uh obviously a review of all the games that's happened over the weekend looking forward to the tuesday fixtures for the rest of the teams so long as they're not involved in that then obviously the watch along again on friday against birmingham city and when I get time to do the goals shorts as well. So that's my content done and dusted. Oh, and you can check us out on any streaming podcasting service, including Spotify. Just search for the Macam football show. And there we are. Friday night's done. I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much, everybody.
2: Thank
0: you very
1: much.
0: Match like. Bye.